Welcome to Spirit for Success, a podcast for kick-ass ladypreneurs with spirit, smarts, sass, and style who want to succeed at business, life, and love with ease and grace. Want to see what other fabulousness we have in store for you? Go to spirit, the number four, success.com. That's www.spiritforsuccess.com. Now to your kick-ass and sparkly hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Hi, this is Rach. And this is Therese. <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> Look, I'm going to head it straight over to Therese because she wants to share something that's happened today. <laughs> She's got this insight, this aha, that I think would be a really great topic of conversation. So, <laughs> hi, over to you. <laughs> she, okay, has anybody else noticed that she does this to me every time? <laughs> She's like, hi, hi, welcome here, here, Therese. <laughs> I say hello and then I hand the ball to you. That's how we work. It works. I I appreciate it. Wow. (laughs) I mess with perfection. (laughs) I I was just going to just say hi. And we've been kind of quiet for a while because we just finished hosting our first VIP experience retreat. And it was awesome. (laughs) It was good. You know what's funny though, Rach? I don't know if you can tell. Um, and you were there with me. So, you know, I got tan, you know, I was like tan. Me too. Where did it go? <laughs> I've still got mine. I, mine's gone. <laughs> it's like a ghost. I don't know. Maybe it's because I live in Washington where, you know, it's typically cloudy. Um, and it's actually been quite a warm, hot summer, but it's like, it was like San Diego is a, a memory. <laughs> longer here on my, my skin. St- Flaking because it's you know a bit dry now that we're back in Australia and it got burned. So uh, yeah, I'm oh, still yeah. tanned, or at least in comparison to everyone around me, that's probably why you can't notice it. I can tell on, tan. on camera you look very tan, and next to you I look very milky. <laughs> I look so milky. <laughs> anyway, going on from moving on from the tan. <laughs> the VIP was the VIP weekend was huge success. It was also a lot of fun and it was a success in so many ways for us. Um, yay, we did it because it was our first one. And as everybody knows, when they're doing their first of anything, it comes with its own little bag of, oh my God, are we, have we got everything prepared? Is everything right? Is all of that stuff. And as it turned out, look, we, we got it. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Um, and it came with a lot of big learnings for us, but that's what happens when you decide you're going to do something, you get the opportunity for some massive quantum leaps and we got exactly what we asked for. Didn't we, Therese? We did. It's funny. I, I make this joke that it's the first time you do anything is just like the first time you have sex. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, true. it's not quite what you expected. It's a little bit awkward and there were, maybe were a few painful moments, but <laughs> kind of like it and you'll definitely try it again it's the orgasm you have at the end that goes yeah okay that was worth it i'm going to try that and see if we can make it even more enjoyable in the lead up (laughs) yeah so already rich and i have been daydreaming on facebook all the places we want to go and it's really funny because they're very beachy (laughs) 
Da Beach. Beach. <laughs> Beach. Yes, very much so. I think that's partly because I, mean, I live in Australia. I live in a fairly warm climate, but I'm a summer baby. I love the sun, like beaches and sand. And for me, that is the ultimate kind of lifestyle is to be constantly in a space where I'm walking on a beach. <laughs> I know it's and me and me too. Except that, um, and some of the people who know me better are like the beach without the sand. Like if you could just <laughs> like put towels down all the way across, yeah. I'd be walking on the beach all the time. But mm. no, yeah. So uh, should we should we tell them a little bit about like places we're dreaming of? Well, maybe just a couple, just a okay. few. Okay, you you go first. Your dream list is oh one of my favorites or the place i want to go is the santorini so like greek islands i'm thinking like bring mm. that on that is one of the top ones on my list but uh i know therese wants to come to australia at some point so we can have to do something on this side of the earth i do with the exception of we can't be anywhere that giant spiders are because i will freak out i don't like giant spiders <laughs> I would like it. I would like it if you could promise me that there may or may not be a stray koala like walking the streets. I've seen photos of that, so I kind of want to have that experience. I'll just take it to a zoo. Yeah, take it to the Wrong Park Zoo, and then we'll go wherever we need to go to so at least get your koala fix before we yes, koala fix. I do. So I do. Yeah, that's Australia. Obviously, is on the list. Um, one of mine is the south of France. Oh yes. yes. Maldives is another one. Mm-hmm. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yes. Hawaii. Yeah. Just, just a little bit of a sneak, you know, potentially leak here. It, um, Hawaii is looking very appealing for next year. Just saying. Yes. That's the, uh, that's the front runner on our list for our next VIP experience. Um, and it's going to be the up level, if yeah. you will. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, wait to share that with you. But uh, yeah, you know, thinking about all this though, does take me back to what happened this morning. Cause my first thoughts are I need to get beach ready. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work on this. If I'm going to spend, you know, uh, every year at the beach, it, maybe it's time to get beach ready. <laughs> um, but what, no, what had come up for me was so Unfortunately, or fortunately, I generally pick up my phone first thing in the morning. I know that people out there are like, don't do that. Give yourself, you know, an hour of you time. But it's, it just happens, okay? It's like I, in, in that alternate reality where I live in a Zen bubble, sure, I would wake up and meditate. But in truth, it's like usually a foot in my face happens. And it's like the foot. I mean, to be honest, the foot's like this big, but still it's like, you know, and like, that's my day waking up. So. <laughs> it's all right. It's temporary. It's all temporary. All right. So I need to connect with adults quickly because I'm like, I'm going to lose in my mind. Um, yeah. So I pick up my phone and usually Facebook pops open immediately. And, um, you know, I get those on this day so many years ago, pictures or posts. Which happened. Up. Right. And today was six years ago. Today I was pregnant with my first child, my daughter. And I looked at the picture and the picture was beautiful. And I was like, wow. First of all, I wish I looked like that right now. (laughs) (laughs) The thought that came up and then immediately was the memory 
of when that photo was being taken, I thought I looked horrible. Mm -hmm. And the team, our team and spirit kicked in. It was like, okay, remember this. Remember what you're thinking right now. Because in that moment, you agonized. You agonized about your hair. You agonized about your skin, that, that your upper arms were too thick, and blah, blah, blah. And now you're looking at it six years later, really wishing you could look like that right now. <laughs> and it's like, recognize that six years from now, all the stuff you're complaining about, in six years, you're going to wish you had that right now. Yep. <laughs> so that started off my day with this whole momentum of um, expectation versus reality stuff, right, coming up. And then I had client calls and friends calling, and the theme was kind of <laughs> – it was the theme of the day. It's been the theme of the day. Mm. Yeah. I want to um, I want to come back to your the, – the whole – looking at ourselves in photos and, and how we sort of feel about ourselves in the moment. I mean, I'm expanding in all directions. So, and I remember when I was doing this the first time, um, which was gosh, 18 years ago, nearly 19 years ago now. Can't believe I'm doing this again. So I remember feeling very ugly, very frumpish, very unsexy, all of that. And this time round, I'm a very different person. I actually started this pregnancy close to the end weight I had in the first one. So I'm a bigger girl this time around, more curvaceous, bigger boobs. It's fantastic. Your husband I, loves it. Oh, he does. I know. <laughs> loves it. And the beautiful thing about him is he loves my body. It doesn't seem to matter what shape it's in. He can always find, and this is something I've learned from him. Mm. He can always find the beauty in a female body, no matter what it looks like. It's, it, it's just inspiring to me. And it's really helped me to get to a place of acceptance. So, I, yeah, I have my moments where I think, oh, God, that, that little bit of fat there. That, and then it's like, no, hang on a second. Hey, I'm growing a fucking human, for God's sake. My body is going to change. My body will never be the same as it was before this pregnancy, like it wasn't the same after the last one or the one before. And it's getting to that place of acceptance that my body is what it is. And the thing that trips us up, and this is what I was saying to Therese earlier today, the thing that trips us up is we look at our body where it is right now and we often compare it to the best it ever was. Now, the best it ever was for me was before I fell pregnant the first time. I looked stunning. I had the abs. I had this tight and everything looked great. And then pregnant and then, you know, things weren't quite in the same place. The boobs weren't as perky, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then over time, you know, I've, I've put on weight, I've lost weight, I've gone fit the, fitter and then I've lost it for whatever reason. But for as long as we compare ourselves to the best we ever were or compare ourselves to someone who has a different body shape, who's got 50 hours in a week to go and work out, doesn't have children, blah, blah, blah. We will always feel bad about ourselves. Whereas if we can, we stop that comparison and just allow ourselves, and we're going to talk more about this whole concept of accepting, um, allow ourselves to just see the beauty within ourselves today. Knowing that 40, 50 years down the track, when we are much older and a lot saggier and a lot thicker <laughs> in places, <laughs> we'll be yeah. looking at the time going, God, if I could have that body now, I'd be real happy. So it always comes back to what are you comparing yourself to? And you can choose in that moment to compare yourself to something that's going to make you feel bad in this moment or compare yourself to something, if you're going to compare, to feel good about yourself in the moment. So, okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I've said my piece. <laughs> no, you know, it's just 
So where my mind went was right when you were talking about 50 or 60 years from now when everything's dragging. And I went, no, in my head. <laughs> no, go ahead. And not, not because I don't, um, because I'm afraid of that so much, but there is, you know, <clears throat> a lot of thought out there. There's new thoughts out there that you can change. You don't have to age the way that you have to. Now, I am not an expert in this. I haven't even really read into it, but I love the idea. Yeah. And it, it's not so much an avoidance of getting older, but this idea that some, I, I think the older paradigm is that it, we deteriorate, right? And the thing is like somebody starts deteriorating and we just decided, oh, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to deteriorate. And yet there are many, many examples of people out there. On Facebook, there's a couple that I shared recently of an 85-year-old woman who's competing in, like, she does bodybuilding. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's right. So she's not following the norm because she decided not to. But we, like you right. said, we're following the norm in a lot of cases. So continue. So, so the aging doesn't I, – I actually am not going to pre-program. I'm going to work on this myself. I'm not going to pre-program that it's going to get worse. In fact – there was a thought in my head when I was talking about six years later, I'm going to wish I look like this, um, that maybe I'm actually at the body size that I want to be, right? But I'm looking at this and I'm maybe going six years ago, God, remember when I was so new to this and I'm a pro now, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> look at me now. You know, there's something in this moment more than the body and what it looks like. Mm. that I will be cherishing. I don't know what that is. Um, but I, I definitely don't want to pre-program that it just keeps going south. Yes. <laughs> I don't want very that. Very good point. Very, yeah. very good point. I think that's true. I mean, I, I've been saying to, to my husband this lately, you know, there's, I haven't been able to do the exercise I've wanted to because my body's been structurally out. I've also had adrenal fatigue to recover from. So in that period of time, I haven't been able to do the physical exercises that I've wanted to do. And I did on and off, not chronically like I used to many years ago. I did feel, beat myself up over it a little bit, but then I had to get to a place of acceptance. You know, this is just where I'm at right now. And if I do all the right things, I will get my energy back. I will get my structure back. I will be able to start doing the exercises that I want to do. So I'm looking forward to once we've had bubble ups and we've recovered from the cesarean and I continue with the, the therapies and the, the vitamins that I'm on, because I know that at that point, everything kind of lines up and then it's good for me to get back into, you know, exercise and the things that I've been wanting to do for years. So very quite, quite likely. And if I keep holding that as my focus and it's just a done deal, it's going to happen, but I'm not feeling bad about, Oh, I can't really do it for another year. It's like, no, no, we're going to get there. And as long as I keep taking care of myself in the best way that I can right now with what I've got, then I will be in a great position to be able to get back to that level of fitness rather than weight and fat get to a level of fitness that I'll feel very healthy and vibrant again. Well, there's something I was talking about with one of my friends, which is the fact that it's been scientifically proven that two thirds of our neurons are malleable, meaning they're not set in stone. So if our thoughts create things, if our internal structure is what's creating our external structure, mm -hmm. then there is nobody that says that it's set. It's if, if 
two-thirds of your neurons are malleable. There's not a lot that's set. That's one-third. That's kind of like um, you're a human being, right? Like (laughs) up into the age of I don't know when it sets, right? It sets into place. But two-thirds of it are open to suggestion. And are well, cells are constantly renewing. Like I've seen it. I can't, I can't remember which. They tell you, you know, I, if within a month, all of the cells in your, your I'm just paraphrasing. I don't know what it is exactly, but as an example, you know, after a month, you've actually got completely new cells in the skin. It's, right. I think it takes a total of seven years for all of the, the cells that are in your bones to have been completely renewed. So every seven years, you've practically got a whole new body. You but do. it's the programming that we take on that then continues the pattern of, of whatever we're, we're keeping in our body at that time. Right. So it's default programming. This is the idea. Um, this is actually something I've done before, and I've seen it work. And my best friend was um, also saying that she did it, and she saw a result, which is we have a default blueprint right if our cells were little construction workers and we're like the contractor and we say okay build this right we're subconsciously sending them the same blueprint daily just keep Mm -hmm. building that because we have not as the contractor like become aware of our of our ability to like be like hey (laughs) we're going to change things right we keep sending them this old blueprint and just keeps happening day after day. We just keep having that same experience. One of the things that I've done to practice, um, and I'm not consistent with it yet, and consistency is key. It's so key. It's just, I, it's a motherfucker, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and so the practice I do sometimes is I say, hey guys, I'm sending you a new blueprint. And what I do is I I do an internal scan in my mind. I start at my feet and I get really specific about what the foot looks like. And if I like my feet right now, it looks a lot like my foot right now. If I want it to be like, you know, a little bit um, more arched or whatever, you know, whatever it is, like the toenails smoother, that kind of specifics, right? And you keep scanning up and you go up and you're like the muscles in the legs are they're more compact or they're, they've got a lot of, um, they're lengthened, they're stronger there. So that, right. Like my joints are strong. They're, they're really flexible, you know, going up. It's like, it's like you're sculpting the body in your mind's eye as you go up and you're just, and it's more, um, I always add the components of health and strength because I really like that idea and flexibility too. Mm. Um, so I'm always talking about that. It's not just how it looks. It's how it feels. It's how much energy it has. It's how vibrant it is, right? I'm like kind of sculpting the body with this, this vibrant, energetic, healthy, strong, flexible um, shape and going all the way up to the top of the head, all the way to the you know hair follicles now. And you consistently when you remember, send it to them and you start seeing differences. My friend did this for a year and she just concentrated on her waist and she was like, I'm sending you a new blueprint. She wanted to shrink her waist and she did it consistently for a year and her waist shrunk. Mm. Yeah. The thoughts, I mean, there's a lot of documented evidence about the thoughts that we, we think and the consistency of them starts to change the pattern, the energy pattern and then the physical pattern of the body. So that's why, you know, particularly when I, I've never been had a chronic disease or chronic pain, but when you're feeling it every day, it's very easy to think that it's going to, it's going to be there tomorrow. So it creates this expectation, which is what we're talking a bit about expectation versus reality. 
So it sets up an expectation of this, oh, okay, I'm going to have this forever. I'm going to have it for a long time. Or what, you know, this is, I'm doomed. I'm always going to have this, some chronic diseases, etc. So if you take on that belief, then the, it's, it's about you know, you're constantly reaffirming it in your body. I have this disease. I have this problem. I have this weakness. So the art to turning that around is to start saying different things to yourself, starting to say, I'm completely well, I'm completely strong, I'm completely, I'm optimally healthy, I have energy. And I've had to do that myself um, around my energy patterns. So I've got the energy, I've got everything I need right now. And then to listen to my body as to what it needs to do next. So that's what we're kind of saying is start with changing the thoughts, even if the reality hasn't matched that yet. It's the consistency of thought and the consistency of feeling that it's absolutely possible that starts to make the difference in the energy, which then changes the physical aspect. Right. And also this, um, one of the things that came up in the conversations I was having today and for myself. So I, I mean, it's no secret that I've struggled with my weight. I talk about this sometimes and it is a very touchy subject for me to talk about because there's so much, there, there's just so many different opinions and a lot of people have them and some people think that it's like just a lot comes out whenever you open this can of worms. Um, but the idea is instead of this is happening to me, mm, yeah. is that, and, and this goes along the lines of any, this is just general new paradigm thinking if you're coming from the, ex, the internal affects the external rather than old paradigm of the external affects me. And I'm just like, I, I have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Rather, the new thought process is whatever's going on inside of me is getting reflected outside of me. Um, and so this idea that instead of this is happening to me, is that I chose it. I chose it. I chose it for a long time. Um, and, and it works in, it's a universal idea, right? So it's not just health. It's not just um, money. It's not just career. It's not just luck. It's not just family or relationships. It's universal. that I ch Whatever I'm experiencing, period, I've chosen. Some now, level. right, so either consciously, right, which is what we're trying to do, um, or there's that default thinking that subconsciously I have chosen this. Um, and my message that it keeps coming back to me when I, I ask them, when, I, when I'm on my knees going, why? <laughs> why do I do this? You know, and... Right, exactly. Why me, right? That's the question. And when they come back to you, Disappear. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, they, they, they come back to, you know, if you get into that place of acceptance that on some level, in some way, shape or form. I need to accept it. it. They were like, why don't you just love it up? Accept it. Make it yours. And I was like, and my fear, and this still comes to me, even though I cognitively understand it, this is still a block I work through. The fear is, if I accept it, then I'm saying this is okay and I'll be this way forever. I'll never get to change. And that's not true. And this is the metaphor they gave me. This is tea, by the way. I'm a, little, I'm a little sick. <laughs> but <laughs> pretend it's coffee for the sake of this the analogy. <laughs> okay, so this was acceptance versus um, denial. Like, this is just happening to me and I'm not going to take, I won't accept it. Versus um, I chose this even subconsciously um, and I'm going to accept it. So they said, imagine instead of it being the body weight, it's a cup of coffee. 
and someone hand, says, here, you want, you want some coffee? Now, if you say no, that coffee is not yours. Guess what? I can't do anything with it. I've denied it. No, no coffee for me. So I'm done. That's it. If someone hands me a cup of coffee and I say, yes, please, it's mine. Now I can drink it. I can pour it out. I can wear it as a hat. <laughs> give it to somebody else. Give it up. It doesn't matter. I can put more in. The, the possibilities are now endless and things will happen because I have accepted it as mine. I have the control now because I have the coffee. <laughs> so whatever issue you're dealing with, especially if it's one that you're feeling a lot of resistance to, like you're like, I'm afraid actually to accept it because I, I'm worried that if I accept this, then I'm stuck with it. And no, guess what? Look, watch. I accepted it. I can put it down. Mm. I can change it. If yeah. I can dump out the coffee and put water. It doesn't, I just want you to see that. It, and I want me to see too. <laughs> the acceptance is such a powerful um, accelerator into getting what you want. Right? Because I went back in the place of being able to do something about it. And that's I can actually change if I accept it. And it's this weird thing because, again, in my mind, it's like, oh, no, um, if you take that on, now it's yours. But that's the only time you can actually do yes. something. Yeah, and we were talking about this earlier in terms of, um, you know, being told you've got a, some illness or some problem with your body. Um, you know, there's, there's this denial of, no, I don't want to accept that. No, I don't want to have this disease. Or no, I don't want to have these money problems. So you go into the space of not accepting it. It's not, I shouldn't have these money problems. I it happened to me. It's happening, it to, happening me. to me. All of that. It's all arbitrary. Right. Exactly. So for as long as you're in denial and you're pushing against it and trying to push it back, it's not going anywhere. It's going to stay there. <laughs> but the second you get into that place of, okay, I accept that I've got money problems or I accept that, you know, the business isn't quite where I need it to be. I accept that I've got this somewhat disease at least for the second then you can go okay what am I going to do about that how am I going to manage things around it what am I going to do to make sure that life doesn't get zapped into this you know money problems what can I do about that business isn't getting where I wanted to go what can I do about that body isn't where I want it to be what can I do about that you can't get to that place until you accept that it is a part of your reality in this moment not forever but in this moment it's part of your reality yeah. Yeah. That, that, um, fear that somehow once you accept something, you're doomed to it. It's this, mm -hmm. it's a, it's counter reality. <laughs> I don't know how to you, say that. You would. It's true. It's not counterintuitive. It's just, it's not, it's not productive. It's not going to get you anywhere. In fact, it'll keep you stuck for as long but as you it, don't get to a place as acceptance. But it is a myth there. That's not true. That's actually, it's what, it's that very thought. It's stuck, right? Because what happens when you say, this is just happening to me? Then you just let things roll out. There's no, you're not participating in it. You're not um, deciding anything about it because you feel like you don't have the power to decide, right? Yeah. And powerlessness is always in that space of in denial. Like yeah. for as long as you're in denial, you're in a powerless place. When you're and it's not just denial, it's, you know, um, not accepting it. It's also when you fight against it and go, no, 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 I don't want that to be real. No, it can't be happening. No, 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 no. 
Um, and we see that with relationships, you know, this person's trying to, to, you want them to change. They're not changing. Well, no, that's not what's going to work for me. And this is, you know, comes back to expectation, which we've been talking about. Often the denial um, comes from when we have an expectation of where or how something should be. So when it doesn't show up in that expectation, then we start to judge it. We've talked about judgment being a, a massive block. As soon as you start to judge something as not being right, not being what it should be, then you're still holding it at arm's length, but it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's like a big block of ice. And until you can get to a place of accepting it and allowing it to be, then it can melt and move around you. It can't do that while you're pushing it back. Yeah. Um, God, what's something you were just saying? The judgment. Oh, so the, the, you have to recognize when you're coming up to this point of, am I going to accept this or not? And in truth, if there is, I am afraid to, there's judgment about what it means to accept it too. What, mm -hmm. what are the thoughts there? Mm -hmm. Why are you afraid to accept it? Because I'm ashamed of that. Um, I feel guilty what that I, I would, right, exactly. Why, what does it mean about me that I would choose that? Um, I'm so ashamed that I chose that. I feel guilty that I made that choice. These are all stories. Stupid, right? Stupid. Why did, I, why did I choose to stay in poverty? If I'm really the one who can control it, why did I choose that? I'm an idiot, right? That, those are the things that come up. When these come up, guess what you're doing? You are rejecting the coffee again. You're like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Judgment, judgment, judgment. The whole box that, of us. Yeah, exactly. Keeps you stuck. Yeah. Keep, well, it just, it's like you're doing, that's the push pull thing, right? Like I, I want to, I want to change this, but I, I'm, I have a lot of feelings about that. So the, the remedy is to be curious, which would mean that there is no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong, which is a, one of those things. Like when you let it in, your world expands, right? Mm. When we make judgments about things, um, we go static and we're actually naturally fluid people. The, the whole idea of going with the flow that means something, the, the universe is constantly moving and shifting. Nothing is solid. The day is not solid. It goes morning, noon, night, right? And then morning, noon, night, the, the earth is constantly rotating. The, everything's spinning and moving. Nothing is just like there <laughs> except what we decided is so except it's blocks in our mind though the blocks like are literally in our mind that we're building and so this idea that um i don't accept it because i'm ashamed of it that's a sh i'm ashamed of that that's a block the judgment stops the flow and it means that you're not expanding you're not going to get more information and things can't change we actually have to go into the space of movement of what if this isn't wrong? What if it's just a way to be? And what if there is some other way to be? And what if I accept this and then I can actually change something? And what if I decide, oh, you know, yoga. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it doesn't take long. Like once you get to a place of acceptance, of it just is for now. It just is for now. And I think that's a good way to look at it. It's like, okay, well, this is the reality for now. But once you get to that, that place, then you can go, okay, what can I do about that? 
what is a step that I can take? If I've gotten some kind of disease or illness or weakness or something that's come up, great, okay, that's the reality for now. And there may be some things that I need to change in my body or my diet or my exercise habits for now until I get back on the road to recovery. So that you're in that space of accepting it is what it is without judgment, without denial, without going, oh my God, that means this, 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 and this about me. Just accept, okay, it is what it is. Now what am I going to do about it? What can I do about it? And then start shifting into it. And this is where we've talked about before, being focused on I'm completely well, I'm completely healthy. My business, these are all the, you know, the affirmations. It's the focus of where you're going, which will help lead the journey of the next steps to get there. Yeah, and, and that's why affirmations don't work for some people right now. It means you haven't accepted your situation. If yeah. you're affirming the crap out of it and you're not seeing anything happen, guess what? <laughs> you have not taken the cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I want this to change, but I'm not accepting that. But I want it to change, but I'm not accepting. So that's never right. going to be. <laughs> no, it, it can't. There, there's just, you are doing the push-pull thing again. And you literally are working against yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's this, I, and, and I've seen people and it's, it's interesting because I've seen it in the, in trying to reshape the body too. Mm -hmm. The people who have a lot of weight, you can't assume that they're lazy people. They've worked harder than anybody to get that weight to move. And there's a reason why it doesn't. And the people who are struggling financially, do you think they're sitting there going like, oh, well, financial struggle, yeah. No, they're like every free webinar that's like six, you know, six figures. Uh, um, they're, they're on it. They're taking notes. I mean, I, I see people, they are Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the mountain. And so you, this idea of, um, that you deserve to be stuck, that's not true. And that, that uh, maybe the idea in your head that it means something about you, that you're lazy or that you don't care or that you don't try or you haven't tried hard enough, all of that is just bullshit. What's the problem is that you haven't accepted that you made this, right? I made this, I can change it. Yeah. It's mine to change. And it's the alignment in that too, like we've talked about, if affirmations, they don't work, but it, the, the key to those affirmations and key to that focus is being emotionally aligned with it. If you're saying, you know, I'm, I'm wealthy and I'm prosperous, but there's a big part of you going, but I'm not, but I'm but not. today, right? No. Yeah. So there's an, there's an energetic push me, pull you. So when you're in energetic alignment, and this is why I teach the source for shift technique so that people have a technique to be able to clear all that crap so they can, when they say the affirmation, they're completely in alignment with it. There's no resistance, which means things can actually make the changes. So it's about having, you know, accepting where you're at, which is also accepting it on an emotional front, not just, you know, giving it platitude. Oh, I accept that. But the part of you, you know, the big part of you is going, but I don't want it. No. Right. Because I'm afraid it'll be. Because I'm afraid. Yeah, exactly. So when you've got that alignment of the, what you're focused on mentally, what you're feeling emotionally, you're talking to your team, and this is all about the four intelligences, talking to your team, and then the body takes the action and it feels it and the changes happen. That's when the magic really starts to occur. The magic of the miracles is in that complete alignment of all four moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so funny. We, <laughs> we can't help but teach, Rach. I mean, I <laughs> we we're, were going gonna... to share stories in this one and here we are teaching. <laughs> That's who we are. That's what we do. 
It is. Well, and I, like I said, I actually love to kind of work out what I'm working through. Mm -hmm. Like with everybody watching. It's <laughs> 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 not the secret anymore. <laughs> I just mean that, mm. that, um, when when we have other people participating, it's like I can feel that mastermind before it's actually happening. Yeah. We're pre-recording this, so yeah. but I feel the um, you know that group energy kind of working this out. Going, yeah, no, you this is something you can work through. It's like it's that little Rubik's cube or a little puzzle that you're just like click, 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 mm -hmm. get them together. It's gonna all together. It's gonna mesh, yeah. yeah. So what would be great is if, you know, people who are listening to this podcast or watching the video, you know, to share your own stories, your own insights, your own ha-has based on some of the stuff that we've said today. Um, you know, thinking about the comparison of your body, the, the, the shifting and the, where you're doing expectation versus reality or in denial or not taking the coffee. <laughs> Think about these things. Think about these things. And share with us, you know, where you're, you're realizing that you're doing that or a story where you realized you were doing it and you shifted and changed it and what's happening now. We'd love to hear your feedback and your stories so that other people who are watching and, and listening to this and reading the comments can also gain from your wisdom too. Yeah. All right. Now, now I have to just decide, you know, am I going to try and fake the tan or do I just let it go? <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Let it go. I can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have that. Um, in fact, <laughs> the irony is, right? So for our trip, I bought the Jergens like gradual tan lotion lotion you put on and it like gradually tans your skin and I didn't need it. And now I've got it and I'm like, do I... Do I actually try or do I just let it go? <laughs> you're, well, you're moving into winter, so it's not Let's really going to go. Let yeah, it try go. it. Let it go. Everybody can tell us. Should you let it go or go with the, uh, put the, the tanning lotion on? <laughs> right. I, think, I think I know the answer. It's like, yeah. stop trying to <laughs> go with the flow. Yes. Accept right. Accept it. That's exactly right. Gosh, don't we catch ourselves out. We, we, teach this stuff and we talk about it and then there's little, little nuances, little places where we go, oh, I'm not accepting there. I'm not accepting there. Oh, the insides. I've got some work to do. I can see it now. Like, ah. <laughs> all right, well, let's, let's wrap it up for today. We've really, I've really enjoyed doing it this way. Um, thank you very much for hanging out with me and having a coffee <laughs> or a tea. <laughs> having my, my um, inspirational cup of coffee here. Oh, it actually, hold on, it says, I don't know if you guys can see this, hold on. No, no. Oh, coffee first. Oh, I love it. All right, well, uh, until next time, relax. We've got this. Thanks for listening to the show. We loved having you. Come join our kick-ass community on Facebook. It's called Kick-Ass Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. To get all the latest from Rach and Therese, go to www.spirit4success.com. Again, that's spirit4success.com. Until next time, relax.